This is Turning Left, a NASCAR podcast. Tune in each week for race recaps, race previews, winner predictions, gambling odds, and driver fantasy scores. Buckle up, hold your line, and keep turning left. Galman, it has been a busy week. We have had so much racing to cover and watch this week. I'm excited. This is probably the race I've been anticipating the most uh, that I can recall, at least in some time, as I'm sure is the same for you. I'm excited to get into it. How are you doing today? Uh, doing much better today because, you know, the the end of the week is now clearly in sight. You know, Friday's tomorrow. We're going to be heading into the weekend, and there's going to be a lot of interesting racing this weekend. Uh, we're kind of going to an unknown in Bristol dirt. I don't know if it's going to be a great race. I don't know if it's going to be a mess. Probably going to be a lot of damaged cars. going to be dirty. Uh, I'm excited for it, man. Yeah. So for those that don't know, which I mean, if you're listening, listening to this podcast, I'm not sure how you would know, uh, this week is Bristol dirt week, which, uh, since it got announced, I think everybody's been super excited for, I mean, I've been talking to people who don't even watch NASCAR and, and, you know, they've, you know, expressed an interest in this race just to see what happens. I, I remember reading a Reddit thread, about this before the season even began, and somebody summarized it perfectly. It's either going to be a gigantic disaster or it's going to be the best racing we've ever seen. Either way, I'll take it. <laughs> I'm excited for it. Uh, we just had iRacing last week made its return. William Byron won that race. Did you catch any of that? I did not catch any of the race. I just kind of assumed that William Byron was going to win. Um, but no, I heard. I actually heard it was pretty fun. You know, uh, the cool thing about the iRacing, you know, broadcast is that kind of get to hear like from the drivers and everyone's kind of just taking it like really lightly obviously they're competitive but you can kind of see the driver's personalities a little bit more and i think it's really it's really cool you know it kind of i think you know that series could really help you uh if you don't have a favorite driver really latch onto a driver just because you know you get to kind of see them in like a normalish setting yeah i always like you know alex bowman i mentioned many times before is the driver i root for and he always has some entertaining tweets and Instagram stories pre-race. Like yesterday's computer was like about to update <laughs> like 10 minutes before the <laughs> I race. I saw that, yeah. And he just has a like almost a sarcastic disregard. Like I don't know that he cares too much about the races, but he does it for the fans, the iRacing. Um, and he tries, so I'll, I'll give him that. But he he was pretty entertaining last year. Garrett Smithley, a uh, driver that you don't really see on TV too much because he's usually about 10 laps down. <laughs> <laughs> within the first 10 minutes of the race. Unfortunately, he doesn't have the best equipment or team, but he streams and he's pretty good at iRacing too. Um, he streams on Twitch. So I, I do subscribe to him and I always like watching him. I had his stream up along with the actual like race stream. It was kind of fun to watch along with because then you have kind of like the in-person view, but I, I really enjoy them. I, I really do. Uh, I wouldn't mind them if they made that. I, I, I understand probably can't be a weekly thing, but maybe like a monthly thing or like a quarterly thing. I think it's really neat and I really enjoy watching. Yeah. So I think basically what is happening with that series, and I'm not sure if I'm hundred percent right on this, but uh, basically I think Fox is kind of having a gap where practice and qualifying would usually be broadcasted. So I think this series is actually to kind of compensate for that. So I think they're actually going to be continuing this uh, throughout the, at least the next uh, few weeks. Uh, I think we'll we'll probably get to see you know a little bit of this uh, going forward. So um, that to me is pretty exciting because 
I know a lot of people like this is like kind of like way more like controversial than it should. I know like a lot of like really hardcore traditional race fans don't like the iRacing uh, broadcasts. They're saying it's not real racing and all that. But man, like, why does it matter? Like it's to me, it's entertaining and funny things happen. And it's, you know, I, I think it's actually really cool. I thought it was cool last year. So, uh, yeah, I guess we'll we'll see what happens going forward with that. Yeah, and we had some upset NASCAR fans get a driver in. Timmy Hill, who has raced every Cup Series race the last two years, was excluded from the event. So that caused a bit of an uproar on Twitter. A bunch of fans were not happy about that and basically protested to Fox to let Timmy Hill in there. I think even Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Clint Boyer got in on it, uh, you know, saying, how could you leave out Timmy Hill? Uh, he had He's a pretty good eye racer as well. He won the Texas race last year. And Austin Sidrick, who was filling in for Brad Kozlowski, gave up his seat for Timmy Hill. Unfortunately, I, I don't know how he did. I think he got like eighth or something. Timmy Hill got eighth. Yeah, nice call. Oh, man. Yeah, you are correct. He finished eighth. So somebody that wasn't even going to get in there cracks the top 10. So I thought that was cool. And hopefully they, uh, they don't leave him out next time. But we'll see. Again, this is for the Bristol Dirt Race here this Sunday. A little bit different this week, as usually during our preview show, we have the starting grid order as NASCAR is doing limited practice and qualifying at only certain events. And this week uh, is one of those events. So we get practice on Friday and qualifying on Saturday. It is Thursday as we record this podcast, but I guess we'll kind of get into it. So this week is the Food City Dirt Race, Bristol Motor Speedway. That's going to be Sunday, March 28th at 3.30 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be 250 laps with the stage breakdown being 75 laps for stages one and two and stage three, which will be 150 laps. This week is a total crapshoot in terms of how people are going to do. You know, we'll get into it and we'll give our uh, predictions. And, you know, we we have some things to go off of like Eldora. I have an article that was published this week from a Vegas insider who sets odds and things like that for the races. Looking at how this schedule is going to go. So tomorrow, Friday, March 26th, is the first Cup Series practice. That's going to be at 4.05 Eastern Time. The final practice will occur at 6.35. On Saturday, the drivers are going to line up for heat races for qualifying. Results from the heat, including passing points, will be used to set the lineup for the 250-lap race on Sunday. For the heat lineup, a random draw has set the order of the heat races. Qualifying heat, each heat race will be 15 laps, and only green flag laps will count. No overtime. Qualifying points result from a driver finishing first will earn 10 points, second will earn 9, third will earn 8, and so forth. There's also heat race passing points. So any driver that finishes higher than they started will receive passing points. Passing points plus finishing position will be used to set the lineup for Sunday's race. A tiebreaker defaults to owner points. There are no negative points for losing positions in the race. So by Saturday night, we're going to have a better view of the lineups and where everybody's going to be positioned. I am excited to have practice and qualifying. Some drivers may have an advantage too, as there are some that will be driving in the Saturday night truck race. So that'll be something to watch and I'll be keeping an eye on for sure. To open up the betting odds, Kyle Larson, heavy, heavy favorite. As we mentioned before, he spent his offseason basically running dirt tracks. In 2020, he was the 2021 
Chili Bowl Nationals winner. He won 46 times on dirt in 2020 alone in 97 starts. So about half the races he entered, he won. It's insane. It's he's an a, insane He's stat. a 2011 Four Crown National winner at Eldora, and he won the 2016 truck race at Eldora. He is heavily, heavily favored this week. And we had mentioned that a few weeks back, looking at the schedule, Kyle Larson could be our first multi-time winner this season. Christopher Bell, another dirt racer, is 13 to 2 odds. Chase Briscoe is 10 to 1. Stuart Friesen, 10 to 1. Austin Dillon, 12 to 1. Ryan Blaney, 14 to 1. Tyler Reddick is 15 to 1. Chase Elliott, 20 to 1. So you're seeing a lot of guys you generally wouldn't see are the favorites. Guys like Kyle Bush are 22 to 1 long shots. You have Alex Bowman at 25 to 1. Kevin Harvick, who really doesn't have a ton of experience at dirt, at 30 to 1. Martin Truex Jr., 30 to 1. Joey Logano, 30 to 1. Denny Hamlin, 30 to 1. William Byron is 40 to 1. Brad Kozlowski, who has virtually no dirt experience and basically had to, uh, somebody had to wreck him out of the race last time because he was so in the way, 50 to 1. So we have a lot of drivers that you really don't see uh, that far down in odds. It just shows you like how unpredictable this race is probably going to be. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I feel like everyone's going to be scratching their heads come uh, Sunday just because you know, we really don't know what to expect. Like this is a completely different beast altogether. And, you know, we very well may see names that we're not used to seeing running up front. Um, So it's, it's definitely going to be interesting for sure. So I have an article here from VegasInsider.com this week. They interviewed Ed Sammons, who is a Westgate Las Vegas Superbook VP of risk management. So I guess he's essentially like setting odds and things like that and and an odds maker. And he was saying like, you know, how do you make odds on this when you have something this unpredictable? And basically what he said, and I quote, well, I've got seven years of Eldora track stuff to go off of in the truck series. And I've got a few other dirt track results involving some of the drivers that will race Sunday, but it's also a lot of guesswork. So like you said, I mean, even these odds are complete guessing who the, Somebody that we didn't even mention may wind up taking a checkered flag this week. Salmon's made Kyle Larson, as we said, the strong favorite, followed by Christopher Bell and everyone else 14 to 1 or higher. Both Larson and Bell are longtime dirt drivers, who we just mentioned, who became stock car drivers. So that's really who he's looking at to, to make the favorites. Guys that started dirt, worked their way up. I have some um, some quotes from drivers. Christopher Bell said, I would say Bristol is definitely a place where I should have ha- where I should have an advantage just having a dirt background growing up like I did. It's going to be interesting, though. The Cup Series is full of a lot of talented race car drivers, and these guys are going to figure it out. It's an afternoon race. It's a long-distance race. So I don't think it's going to be a normal dirt surface like I'm accustomed to racing on. Nonetheless, it's still going to be dirt, and I should have an advantage. With these dirt races, what does happen is, you know, by the midpoint of the race, it's basically like asphalt. The dirt does, you know, run down as these drivers pick their lines and they follow it. So that'll be something to watch. It could be single line for a lot of it, um, depending on what line, you know, forms on this track this week. Looking at Brad Kozlowski, Salmon said, uh, you know, he was so bad last time I saw him on dirt that they had to wreck him out of the way. That's why I mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) Then there's Bubba Wallace, who won a race on a dirt track without much experience on it. So who knows? Denny Hamlin had a quote this week. Uh, Hamlin has finished third in the two races this season using the same 750 horsepower engine used this week. But the rest of the car is going to be totally different from you know your standard Bristol concrete setup. Our cars aren't built for dirt, he said, but we'll make sure and we'll make adjustments to the chassis and whatever is needed. 
I personally have very little dirt experience, but I love dirt racing. I'm a fan of it. Hopefully, it will live up to the hype. Another driver, uh, Kevin Harvick, said, The Bristol dirt race is really challenging because I'm just not a fan of racing in dirt in general. He said, It's just not something I've done a lot of. I love to watch dirt racing, but for me as a driver, it's not something that I've really enjoyed doing. But that also motivates me to go out and try to figure it out. Do something that's very different from anything I've ever done, especially at this level of racing. Harvick was asked about who the drivers to watch on dirt this week will be that some may not be aware of. And he mentioned the Dillon boys, both Austin and Ty Dillon. So Ty Ty Dillon had said, you know, that was really cool to get shouted out by um, Kevin Harvick. So, yeah, I mean, you really you really don't know. Um, Kyle Larson, again, a big, big heavy favorite, but you really, really don't know. I mean, this could go either way. And, you know, looking at the picks and you know, who I have in my lineup this week for fantasy. I'm, I'm really just not sure. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. I mean, I picked based on, I guess, any prior knowledge I've had of people with some dirt success. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're going to take a long shot or something, this is the week to do it. I guess I, I it may not even be worth mentioning, but we always give the recap of this race last year. It was run four times last year after COVID had shut us down. It picked back up. And on May 31st last year, Brad Kozlowski won. Again, of course, these are all concrete. So this may not transfer over like we typically would expect, you know, drivers who have success at this track. But Brad Kozlowski won this race last year. It was raced again. It was the Bristol Motor Speedway NASCAR All-Star Open. Uh, Matt DiMedetto won. That was July 15th. The same night, Chase Elliott won the NASCAR All-Star Race. And then it was raced again in the playoffs. And that was won by Kevin Harvick. And uh, William Byron won the uh, iRacing event. <laughs> <laughs> and William Byron won the iRacing event for, for what that matters. And it's interesting because Byron is good at iRacing, but really doesn't have a lot of dirt experience. So I was kind of curious, like with these racing sims, if that would carry over or not. So that is definitely something to look at. And I'll be watching William Byron. He's a very talented driver. And like they said in the article, you know, these are the, some of the best drivers in the world. So they're going to figure it out. It may be sloppy. I expect it to be totally sloppy, uh, especially in the beginning, but we'll see. I guess it could also go the other way too, where you have people as they're figuring it out, you know, you're probably not going to see a lot of aggressive moves at least early. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think so too. So I guess I'll give my picks. So as we do every week, we give our four NASCAR fantasy lineup picks for, well, five total drivers, four drivers, and then our race winner. Um, I guess we'll kind of go in here and and give our picks here. I'll I'll get started. Number one, I think, is the no-brainer, Kyle Larson. We said it before he spent his entire offseason after losing his ride last year racing in dirt races and did so very, very successfully. So I definitely expect him. He's the heavy favorite. Um, No surprise here that he's in my lineup this week. I'm sure he'll probably make yours as well. Um, He's a (laughs) must-start this week. Have him in your lineup. He could very well be our first two-time winner this year. Yeah, definitely. Another guy I have, Austin Dillon. As we said, he is a dirt guy. That's how he moved up the ranks in dirt. He's very successful. He's been very successful here. As we said, he won the 2013 truck win at Eldora. Um, He won the all-star shootout at the dirt track at Charlotte Motor Speedway in 2009 and 2007. I'm looking for dirt guys this week. I think you have to start all of your dirt racers, which is why I'm not putting Brad Kozlowski in there. He's somebody to stay away from this year, this week. <laughs> That'd be a wild card pick, though. <laughs> 50 to 1, Jesus. Um, Hammer it. 
So Kyle Larson, uh, Austin Dillon, my third driver that I have is Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell is, uh, you know, I would probably say, again, these are in no particular order, I would say, except for Kyle Larson. Um, He's my number one must start. I would probably put Christopher Bell second if I had to. Um, He is a three-time winner of the Chili Bowl, the biggest dirt racing midget event in the country. Uh, Like Larson, he's also had wins in Eldora from the Truck Series. So somebody to watch out for, he could also be our first multi-race winner who I don't think anybody had that, you know, check the odds for me for that pre preseason to see what the odds would be first double race winner to be Christopher Bell. I mean, it had to be ridiculous, but somebody to watch yeah. out for. Oh yeah, definitely. My fourth driver is going to be Tyler Reddick, another dirt guy. He was a young racer. He moved his way up on the dirt tracks. You don't, you know, he's, he's had a, a I'll say uh, he's had a pretty solid season thus far. He's had two top five finishes and an average finish of 6.3 at three starts at Eldora. So I I don't know that he'll be able to win the race this week. We'll see, but he's in my lineup. And again, you know, this is the week I feel like if you're going to take some long shots, you know, stay with the dirt guys. They're going to have less time figuring it out or they should in theory, you know, they're going to have an advantage over these guys, at least from the start. Um, We'll see if talent takes over um, while Denny Hamlin Kevin Harvick, those guys, you know, they are long shots this week. You know, they're the best in the series for a reason, but I just really don't know with this dirt race. Now, my pick, he's a little bit of a sleeper. Uh, we were talking before we started the podcast. Uh, you know, we we were waiting, really. I, I At least I know I was I, to put my picks in because, like, I just had such a tough time pulling the trigger on this. But yeah, me I, too. I thought it over, and my winner is Bubba Wallace. Ooh. That's interesting. Bubba Wallace. So in 2014, he had a truck win at Eldora. Uh, I know that was a while ago, but he led 97 of 150 laps. He finished seventh at Eldora in 2013, and he is one of those drivers competing in the truck race Saturday night. So I think that that is going to be massive when you have practice and able to run in the truck race. He's had kind of not a great season. Uh, you know, this is his his probably best equipment with the 2311 team, and he really hasn't shown much so far this year. I'm looking for him to, to break out, and this could be it. He, you can't keep upsetting Michael Jordan. As we said earlier in the week, Michael Jordan does not sign losers. So Bubba Wallace yeah. needs to get this win. Um, <laughs> it, it's a long shot for sure at 22 to 1. That puts him like a little bit in the middle of the pack, but he's my race winner this week. That is interesting. I, I did not even think about that when I was making my picks. Um, I, I kind of had a feeling we were going to pick the same person, honestly. So that, that blows my mind. You know what? And it, again, I, I waited till like last minute to lock it in because all week I was like, Kyle Larson is going to win this race. It's going to yeah. happen. That that was honestly going to be my pick, but um, decided to switch it up. I just have a feeling. I, I think that truck race, I, I think is going to help out a lot. And he's just, I don't know. It, it, my gut picks have not been good this year. I was a week late <laughs> on Ryan Blaney. Uh <laughs> Poor Kurt Bush got put in the wall. So uh, I had Kyle Bush a few weeks ago, total disaster. So I think I may have just given the kiss of death to Bubba Wallace, but we'll see. Oh man, yeah, I guess I guess we will. Um, okay, so so my picks here. So I'm going to start off with uh, the number one slot here, uh, and I went ahead and put William Byron there. Um, he did race at Eldora. Um, I think that the eye racing is going to help him a lot this week. But I also think having uh, Rudy Fugel as his uh, crew chief is also going to help, who has a ton of experience with dirt. 
Um, he's, you know, crew chief numerous teams, uh, I believe, uh, including uh, William Byron and Christopher Bell uh, during their time in the truck series. So I think that he has, you know, some insight on how to get around these uh, these dirt tracks. And I think that's going to help William Byron out a lot. Um, and I also have Christopher Bell as number two, you know, pretty much the same things that you said, you know, he's obviously a really good, uh, dirt track driver. Um, I do remember in, uh, the Dale Jr. Download, uh, Dale Arnott Jr.'s podcast, uh, Kyle Larson was on and Kyle Larson was praising Christopher Bell in the uh, chili bowl, like really heavily. So that kind of swung me that way. It's like, okay, I think Christopher Bell is going to be a really big factor at Bristol Dirt. Number three, one of the silver, the silver spoon kids, Austin Dillon. I think he's going to be a factor, obviously really successful in the truck series. Uh, you know, he, like you said, he's a very, very dirty guy. Um, <laughs> oh, we, cut that out. This is a clean podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to call it Bristol dirt something else? <laughs> Bristol clean. Um, yeah, I think Austin Dillon going to be a pretty big factor this weekend. Uh, we're also going to be going with Tyler Rhetoric. Uh, sorry, Tyler Rhetoric. Um, I think uh, he is. He he showed uh, yesterday when you were watching the uh, the eye racing. Uh, I was just watching the highlights, but it looked like everyone else was kind of just like driving around that track and like you know bumping into each other and not really doing a, a super good job. Uh, but William Byron and Tyler Reddick really looked dialed in they actually looked like they were out on the track racing you know at bristol dirt you know that's kind of what i think you know that's what i think in best case scenario racing there is going to look like so i think he's going to be good he's you know he he takes that type of racing style to you know tracks like homestead when he's riding that outside wall um so i think he has a really really good shot this week then of course we have Kyle Larson. He is arguably, you know, pretty much almost the sure thing, in my opinion, to win this race. Um, he his success on dirt tracks is just unreal. You know, last year when he was uh, suspended, um, he just dominated. I mean, like we said earlier, he he completely put up ridiculous numbers uh, in the world of outlaws. So Kyle Larson's definitely going to be a big factor. And he's probably going to win. But I did not pick Kyle Larson to win this race. And I went with someone that I honestly had a gut feeling that you were going to pick. But (laughs) obviously, that didn't happen. Um, I picked uh, Tyler Reddick to win this race. And, you know, I think this is part of me wanting to have another first-time winner in the series. And I feel like this is a good time to do so. Um, and I don't know, he just, he came so close at Homestead and now we're kind of going to a track that I think he should really excel at. And I don't know, I just have a feeling that we're going to be seeing another first time winner this season and it would be another first time, or I guess another, you know, additional winner to our win total here. And we'll keep that, that stretch going for at least another week. So yeah, I think Tyler Reddick's going to bring it home this week. I I was almost certain you were going to pick Kyle Larson. I really was. I was going to, but I think once again, it's it's just like subconsciously, I think I'm just trying to 
keep this uh, this stretch going a little longer without having someone with a couple wins this season. It, you know, if, so for him, so his odds right now, so like if you were to go on DraftKings or FanDuel, you know, they have him at like plus 225, which is just ridiculous for a race that has 40, 43 cars. That's like, you know, that's like, that's like the Washington <laughs> football team beating Tampa in the playoffs. Like that's an odds, you know, like for an underdog in football. So just absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> ridiculous odds. Yeah, I, I agree. I, yeah, I definitely agree. We may be overthinking it. Like Kyle Larson may come out and just lap the field for two or three hours. We'll see. Um, but I don't know. I just, it's too easy. You know, it's too yeah. easy of a pick and it's, it's never that easy. And who knows? Maybe halfway through the race, all the dirt is gone and it's just like a normal race. Who knows? Yeah, it very we- well could be. Yeah, that thing could be paved down. So, um, and that does happen with with truck races, you know, on these dirt tracks. So that could definitely, definitely happen this week. But we have a lot of racing to look forward to. We have qualifying tomorrow. Uh, we also have practice on Saturday. You can catch us for our race recap episode next week as well. Thank you so much, guys, for listening, and we will see you then. See ya.